Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Mariah Waika. Chile is a beautiful country. There's so much to see here from the mountains to the sea to the desert to the forests. Sometimes I don't think Chileans even realize how much their country has to offer. And so today, we'll be chatting about some of the places that we've been to and comparing them, because Chile has a lot of really, really different places. As we talk, we'll be using comparatives and superlatives. Now, if you're not sure how to form comparatives and superlatives, as part of the vocabulary and transcript for this episode, we will have a little guide reminding you how to form comparatives and superlatives on your own. So be sure to check that out if you're confused along the way. Okay, so let's just go big. Start off yeah. with the the biggest comparative we can in Chile. The north and the south. Yeah. Specifically Atacama right. in the north and Patagonia in the south. Right, right. Completely different climates, geographies, mm-hmm. lifestyles. Definitely. Animal life. Plant life, right. everything, <laughs> everything's different. Yeah, yeah, and of course, like Paige and I, we're not we're not experts, but we'll speak from our impressions and also from what people have told us who are Chilean and and have been here for much longer than we have, right? I mean, the north, a lot of it is dry and barren, and you can drive for hours and see almost nothing, right? But there's a certain beauty to that too, right? It means that the sky is huge, the stars are incredible. It's a pretty wild place. Atacama Desert is the driest desert in the world. I think so too. I and think so too. And then you have the South, Patagonia, which is one of the coldest places right. in the world because it's near Antarctica. It's rainier, it's windier, there are more forests and rivers, it's, it's more mountainous. It's so different from the north of Chile. And the fact that you can fly from one end to the next in just a few hours and experience those differences blows my mind. So you have been to Atacama and a lot of the Patagonia region. Right. What do you think is your your favorite area? Yeah. It's tough because they are so different. I have to say that I prefer the south of Chile. I've also been to the lakes region near Valdivia and also to the Vio Vio region. So I've, I've really had the chance to explore the south a lot. It's greener than the north. From my experience, there's more hiking. I really love places that are mountainous and, and the south is fantastic for that. So between the south and the north, I would, I would have to choose the south of Chile. I'm from a place that's filled with lakes and rivers and green, and so I think I feel at home in the south of Chile, although the mountains are a, <laughs> are a difference. But how about you? Which do you prefer? I think for reasons that you stated, that the south offers more options for trekking. Like you said, I love, I love the mountains, I love the lakes. But I have to point out, in the north, the landscape is much more unique than anywhere that you'd ever have gone. I mean, you have 
in a drive you can have volcanoes in a desert and flamingos geysers <laughs> and flamingos <laughs> Salt and, flats. and then you drive even further and you have like a lagoon with snow and it's just the north is just uh, much more incredible yeah for me the north was more shocking i felt like i was on the moon I had never had an experience like that before. I mean, I've seen mountains and rivers and lakes, and I love them, but you're you're completely right that to see, you know, places that resembled the Grand Canyon, but also volcanoes and mountains in the distance and turquoise lakes in the middle of nowhere, I definitely felt more surprised mm-hmm. in the north than in the south. Yeah. I think that the north is more exciting for a short vacation, but I could see myself living in the south of Chile, you know? It's no. that sort of difference. Absolutely. I think if you're visiting Chile, you should see both the yeah. north and the south because they're so different and they're both breathtaking. Right. Let's talk about the coast. Let's compare the coast and the capital mm. because Chileans, especially people from Santiago, where do they go when they want to escape Santiago? They head to the beach. Mm-hmm. So let's let's compare the coast and the capital. I think that Santiago could be compared to a lot of European cities. It has Mm -hmm. the architecture, it has all the amenities that any city that you find in the US or Europe, but there's a lot more people, a lot more people, a lot more people than than on the coast. Of course. Right, and the the coast is much more, not like modern urban, it's more like small town urban where you have yeah. like informal living mm-hmm. right you have like the colorful artsy you don't really get that as much in Santiago right as you do in right. like Valparaiso no I think that the the coastal region of Chile of course it's less chaotic it's less intense it's it's just more relaxed than mm-hmm. being in the city I think that the impact of the ocean cannot be underestimated, right? It just has an impact on people. But I think that Santiago, of course, has more to offer in terms of career opportunities and and culture and museums and things like that that you really can only find in a metropolis. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, Santiago is much more metropolitan than the coast, of course. But I definitely, when I need a break, I also hop on a bus and and head to the coast. I think in Valparaiso, it has to be stated, there's a lot more hills yeah. in Santiago. Yeah. And there's a lot more dead ends. I was in Valpo the other day, and like I was walking just using my eyes, and I was like, oh, if I just go up this street, I can go left, and it was like, n- not possible. <laughs> right. Like uh, Valparaiso like, is more confusing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> than Santiago. <laughs> Santiago is much more logically constructed. And there's there's less people, but there's a lot more street dogs. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Definitely. It feels at least like there's a lot more tourists. Right. Especially with Santiago, it there it's such a big city, like I live in Los Condes, I'm not seeing tourists in Los Condes. Right. You know, in the city center, absolutely, but in Valparaiso, you're gonna see tourists. Right. And I also think that that Santiago is a business center, and Valparaiso also has industries, but one of its largest industries is tourism, and so you're bound to see those tourists. So it, I would definitely say that, that Valparaiso is more touristy 
than Santiago, at least visually. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. There's one place that people always say is different from the rest of Chile, and that's Chiloé. People always say that it has its own distinct vibe. What did you think when you were there? It's obviously an island, and I kind of felt like I would feel like I was on an island, but it was so big. It felt like right. I was in a different country, a very rural, maybe like an Ireland type, right? A lot of right. grass, one road. <laughs> right. Just like very small town, but it was really beautiful, and the lifestyle there is very different. It's a lot slower, less Quieter. people. People are just outside on, you know, by the water. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a nice getaway. Right. And it has, it's more like mystical, magical mm-hmm. than the rest of Chile, from my experience, because it has this folklore. They have these stories and it's talk, they talk about mermaids and trolls. And, and so I was really surprised by that. I thought that was a fun element of being there. Another place that I haven't been, I would love to go, that I think is even more different than than Chiloé or Santiago, is Easter Island. Oh, yeah. That is a place, I think, that you would feel like you're going back in time. Right, Isla de Pascua, exactly. That probably is the most distinct sort of destination in Chile that people sometimes forget is part of Chile, in fact. Yeah, because it is so far. Right, it's far. But it's definitely one, I think... That when you're there, I mean, it's they speak a different language. Mm-hmm. The culture is completely different. A lot of the people that are indigenous to the island don't go to the mainland of Chile. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So I think it is a, a very, like, incredible place to visit if yeah. you have the chance. I would like to someday. <laughs> Maybe when we when we visit, we can make a new a new episode, a new comparative episode. <laughs> the The other place in Chile that's very different is like you talked about kind of like the lakes region is the German influence. Right. If you go a lot to like, say, uh, Valdivia, mm-hmm. right? You have like in Puerto Varas, you have like this German influence it's where the Euro- architecture... Yeah, it's more European than other parts of, of Chile. Exactly. The architecture is completely different. Right. It's more European. You can even tell by the churches, the houses, even the food. Right. Is different. And you kind of forget also that you're in Chile. Yeah, right. And of course, that's such an interesting story, how some of the folks that came here from Germany were Nazis that weren't welcome in Germany, and they escaped to South America. Not all of the Germans that came here, right? But (laughs) the history is always so, so complex, right? But definitely the South has more of a European influence than the North. Absolutely, because that's where those, that's where the folks from Germany settled. So as you can see, Chile is the longest country in the world. Right, and probably the skinniest. So its climates are different, its geographies are different. You could be on the beach, you could go skiing, you could ski on a volcano, you could be in Antarctica region, you could be in the driest desert in the world. Right, right. Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about you, Paige, but I just feel super fortunate to have experienced it, right? And... We, we hope that as you've been listening, you've been able to make your own comparisons about the places you've experienced in your country. It's an awesome place to be. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, 
go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening. Thank you.